Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 119 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network and, of course, our sponsors over at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I am your host, Arkanir, and joining me today, Ejelos. How are you today, good sir? Excellent, excellent. I am here, I am ready to talk some ESO and a lot of patch notes. <laughs> yeah, but before that, would you care to explain this role reversal right here? What, I'm not the main host anymore? Yeah. What the, that? What happened? Now, um, as many of you know, uh, especially who've been part of our Discord channel and everything like that, uh, that Arkaneer has taken over the reins of this show. He is now the main host of Tales of Tamriel, hence the name of this episode, Future of Tales. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, <clears throat> after last week's episode and all the stuff that's going on um, with me and with the game itself that I'm not happy with, I've decided I'm stepping away from ESO. Um, I would say forever, but Ark says... You know, give me until give me housing. A, until housing. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but with that being said, I looked at it and said to myself, I I can't put out a quality show anymore if it's not something that I have a passion for. And ESO has lost that with me, um, mostly, like I said, due to lockboxes and their crown store policies. To some people, it's not a big deal. I mean, and you're welcome to your opinion. If it doesn't ruin your gameplay, that's great. Um, I myself am ethically opposed to lockboxes and their entire issue. And so I've decided I'm going to step away from the show and uh, from the game. Uh, with that being said, 
we wanted to keep Tales going for the awesome community that we have. Like, all of you guys are amazing. And Arkaneer, ever so bravely, stepped up and said, I'm going to take over and go from there. Now, don't think you can just get rid of me, because I am like the DCN herpes, okay? Once you got me, it's there forever. I'm still going to be on Tails, but I'm focusing and moving out of the main spotlight for now. So the next couple episodes, we're going to transition more and more of the power over to Arkaneer, till he rules with the ultimate Iron Fist and Banhammer. And we'll be looking, uh, Ark, I guess at this point would be a good time to say we're looking for at least one more co-host on the show. Yes. As well, because Ark and Avi are both going to be steering the helm, but um, I will be on from time to time once I transition, probably at least once a month on this show to talk lore, because I still love Elder Scrolls lore, (laughs) and I have to make sure Avi doesn't butcher it, and to talk about... ESO on a meta level, meaning how it's doing in the MMO, MMO sphere, that kind of stuff, and anything else that Ark tells me I'm allowed to talk about, including Overwatch butts. I mean, once that's that's once I have the complete control. Okay, all right. Until then, right. until then, we are still an Elder Scrolls Online podcast. All right, but so, no, I don't know about the future. Some Overwatch, some you know, Battlefield might. <laughs> Sneaking. All right, so I, I still want to be on the Tracer Butt episode, but that's <laughs> besides the point. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I'm also moving on to some other projects within the Dungeon Crawler Network itself, including ramping up Tavern Talk, which is already an established show, as well as two other unannounced projects that we are currently working on. So, and I see chat room. That was a joke. <laughs> it's a joke about Overwatch yeah. butts. You have to talk to me on the midnight hour or something like that if you really want to talk Overwatch butts. I'll, I'll get Broden in on it and we'll 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 talk Overwatch <laughs> over there. Um, so this will still remain an Elder Scrolls show, maybe not just ESO, but Elder Scrolls in general. Uh, it's up to Ark and Avi, but uh, that that's kind of where we're at right now. So over the next few weeks, I'll still be on as I teach these guys how to run the show and then I will phase myself out and and then be on every once in a while so um, yeah I guess that's that's kind of about it Ark (laughs) another point um, like you said Avi and I were talking and we may give place to some you know normal Elder Scrolls single player Elder Scrolls games as well while of course, covering all the Elder Scrolls Online news, like we usually, we always do. But there may be, uh, at least in the lore talks, or maybe in a tale section we might bring back, I don't know. Uh, there may be some general Elder Scrolls subjects as well. We'll see how it goes. But we are definitely going to stay an Elder Scrolls Online podcast, mainly. So that there's that too. So no Overwatch butts. no. no. <laughs> Okay, every, time soon. everyone can hear us in chat. I got a little scared there because someone's like, no sound, but it's on their end. So we're okay. We're okay. Okay. Um, Aleth, ESO, hey. No, we're just giving a quick update on Tails. Uh, more or less saying that I'm stepping away as main host and Ark is taking over as main host. So I will be guesting on the podcast in the future. That kind of sums it up in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So if you don't have anything else to add, no, no, that. Well, I guess I should say one other thing that I I do appreciate everyone in the community and um, made some really great friendships over this past two and a half, almost three years now. So um, I I definitely encourage everyone to join our Discord. Um, You know, keep in touch. Obviously, I'll still be on Tails from time to time, but... Uh, keep the relationships going. Join the DCN larger community and be part of something amazing, which is the Agello's herpes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with my spiel. All right. So before I start, um, I'm panicking right now, so everyone knows. I actually have a you know stage fear, and it's kicking in right now. So any mistakes I made, please tolerate that. We'll blame um, it on Avi. He's not here. It's all obvious. All right, yeah. That's that's because of Avi, yeah. <laughs> it's all anyway. Avi's fault. So, in the game news, um, we have a couple of quick dimensions. Uh, first one is Update 12 and One Tamriya launched on PC on um, October 5th and on PS4 and Xbox One on October 18th. So, that's a pretty short time. It, it's it, like a couple months from now. It It's actually... What is it? No, are we on? No, we're September already. No, we're nine eleven. So it's it's a month away. Like it feels really short. It's um, not, wait, it's not a month. We have one more month between. Oh, oh no, it's not. Right, no, it's one month. I, yeah, we're nine <laughs> eleven right now. Which oh, I guess I should right? say uh, oh. nine eleven. Moment of silence for nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. Moment of size. I just thought about that. I looked at the date going, oh, yeah. So all of our, our brave men over here in the States who, who, who died, and men and women, I guess I should say, firemen, stuff like that, who died during 9-11, what, 15 years ago, I think now? That's insane. Yeah. So, but, sorry, I just thought about it. I'm like, I should have put that in there. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that was a must. Um, so other than that, we have... Um, Elder Scrolls Online on their official YouTube channel, on Zenimax Online channel, they released a PS4 Pro announcement video, which I'm not going to show it right now, but it actually looks pretty good, and it might be looking better than my PC here, I don't know, I'll have to compare, but you guys can go ahead and watch that. Mm, mm, mm. No, Ark, no, don't don't join the console peasants. I'm not... Okay, I'm not going to join <laughs> okay. console peasants. It's just that I'm running a GTX 780, which is you know not as powerful as the latest GPUs. So, which is why that may be having better visuals than what I have on my PC. Hold on, I, I'm I'm going to tell you what I'm running right now, and it's it'll make you cry. Oops, I did the wrong thing. And DIAG, I haven't updated my PC in many years, and it's about time. But I am running an AMD Radeon HD 6900. Um, AMD. I have no idea about the AMD series. I'm trying to figure out when it came out. Um, It came out a long time ago. It's comparable (laughs) with like, I don't know, like the 5000 or not like the 500 series of GTX cards. Oh. So it's old. It's hey, really. I, old. I thought you have a powerful gaming PC. It's it was good at the time. Right now, it's probably only 
run of the mill like what you would get at a mid range gaming PC. Like it's not that great. It's not like dual, you know, Titan X in in SLI or anything like that. No, and I'm running like an i5 uh 3250 CPU. So like it's it's not like the parts were not top end when I bought them, but they were near that, but that was 4 almost 5 years ago. So it, it's showing its age. Let's put it this way, I can only play Witcher 3 in medium graphics and any further than that it just pretty much crashes. Oh, I see. I mean, you could have updated it if you didn't buy every single thing in Crown Store. But you know, you're probably say... right. <laughs> maybe maybe now that I'm not playing ESO, I'll actually be able to update my PC because I'm not <laughs> spending all my money in the Crown Store. Yeah, no, that's actually probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Yeah. As for the last, the ESO Gold Edition, the thing that you get for DLCs and the base game pack, or just the Guild and Glory DLC Mega Pack, which has Orsinium, Thieves Guild, Dark Brotherhood, and which was it? it was Imperial City, City, I think. Right. That uh, now you can buy it. If so, if you are just going to start the game, or if you don't have any DLCs, you don't want to sub. It's a really good um, deal, I guess. Oh, it's a really good deal. If you don't have the game, it's an amazing deal. Because I think we figured this out when they first hinted at it, that it would cost you something like $180 to buy the game and then all the DLC. Um, And I'm sure every single person who's played ESO knows that the game became an Elder Scrolls game when Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild. Because that pretty much brought all the staples together. And Orsinium is the best DLC to date, just period. So, um, it, it it if you're if you haven't, don't don't get anything but the gold because you know then if you're not subbing or anything like that. I mean, even if you're planning on subbing, don't go with a lesser one. Just buy it right away, mm-hmm. so that way you have it, and then you don't have to worry about if you cancel your sub or anything like that having access to those DLCs. Yep. So, that was our quick dimensions, and as for the news, if you have been following Elder Scrolls Online, you know that Update 12, PT- Hit PTS, and the PTS patch notes are released. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a lot of content in this, so we are going to skip the, you know, fixes and improvement kind of things, and focus on the main stuff, like um, one time Riel, obviously, mm-hmm. dueling the weapon ultimates and stuff like that. So I'll just did, go. Did you yeah. actually get it downloaded? I know a lot of people were complaining that it took forever and a day in order to actually download the the program. Like it, it wasn't actually letting me download. It was saying saying something along the lines of you know the reliable source feeding corrupted data or something like that. Hmm. But um, I repaired it, which did a complete reinstall. So of course. Yes. So, yeah, that worked. But because of that, I didn't get a chance to test out much of the stuff in PTS, especially dueling, which I wanted to try. But, well, it is what it is. Against my sex bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you forfeited. Hey, I'll still download the PTS and I'll I'll duel you on my sex bar. I'm confident in my tank. I'm confident that I'm going to beat you. 
Uh, or at least there is no way you can kill me. That's that. That's the way I should put it because I have zero DPS. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be the longest duel in all all creation. It'll be like twenty hours in, no one's health goes down just at all. So, yeah. Oh well, yeah, if you do download PTS, we should do that. Just to prove the point that I am the best tank in DCM. <clears throat> anyway. uh, Justin G in chat pretty much said I have a you know 50 meg a second download, and I was only getting 200 kbs, which is essentially DSL speeds. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I'm probably connecting to the servers from 7,000 miles away, <laughs> and I was getting 4 megabytes per second or something like that. I heard some really crazy reports. Like, all over the place, people were mm -hmm. like, it's just not working, it's not working. Um... Yeah, so that's that's kind of kind of yeah. all over. The, and I know it took them a couple days. Like they were planning on launching it, and then something happened. I don't oh, know yeah. what happened, but then mm -hmm. it was delayed even further. Uh. I mean, it was changing a lot of the you know mechanics or yeah, well behind in the game. So I'm just curious uh, how it broke the servers like that. It took so long to go on the PTS. It took like an extra week, didn't it? Or three or four days? Three or four days, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Insanity. <laughs> and so I've filtered out some of the patch notes into a different file, and I'm going to read from there. So if you have, you know, as I said, anything catches your eye, just stop me right there. Sure. So, one time real, the game content is no longer gated by your character level, which is... We actually talked about this in the previous episodes, right? I, I think we have. Uh, I mean, we, we've touched on it in the past, but... And I think you'll agree with it, like, that the, the whole idea of this is, like, your character still has levels. Like, so for yeah, anyone who yeah. doesn't understand, you still have levels. It just uses their battle scaling mechanic, like when you go into Cyrodiil or Rothgar, they're just doing it the entire world over. So everything will scale to you. That includes things like um, mining materials and stuff like that. It'll, <coughs> excuse me, it'll depend on your crafting level. So if you have like no crafting, you'll find whatever copper or iron or whatever. I guess it was iron, um, and as you go up, it, it all scales with you. So you still have that sense of progression. It's just, when you go in, you'll see full maxed out characters as well. There will be no segregation anymore. And it'll definitely feel more like an Elder Scrolls game. The whole, definitely. you can go anywhere you want, anytime you want. Is... Yeah, there are no longer orders or zone differences or alliance restrictions either, except for the PvP. So, yeah. It's right. it's now a complete open world, I guess. Yeah, no, and and that's that's just that's just awesome. So you can't really complain about it. I mean, it's it's awesome. I've heard some other podcasts who didn't quite understand or they didn't really play the game, so they didn't know how it worked, and they're just assuming they were removing levels altogether. And that's not how it is. So. Yeah. Then again, there's the changes to Craglorn which has been redesigned to become a soloable zone. So there's no longer a required group, group play in Craglorn. Uh, they, they, I, I want to talk about Craglorn. Yeah, you... Because we, we were talking pre-show about this. And I understand why they made the changes. I think they made them wrong, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's not because... I, you know, I think soloing's a bad thing. I thought 
the way they had it, they could have done different things to make it so that you don't have to have a group and make bring in exploration and things like that. But instead, what they did was they removed the need for a group whatsoever, which... Why even play an MMO at that point? I know people are like, well, it's a lot of single-player Elder Scrolls fans here, but ESO is still an MMO, and these changes remove the one special thing about Kraglorn. Now, again, as I said, the things that were wrong were the fact that everyone needed to be on the same quest in order to progress. Like, they did that wrong. We know they did that wrong, um, and that needed to be fixed, so... Definitely don't don't get me wrong there. That that had to be fixed, but I don't think they had to remove all group content in order to do it. I think that was a little bit of an overreaction. They they, they didn't remove all of the group content actually, but they just scaled it so that the remaining group content could be completed as little as two players. What they did was to remove the group restrictions on all quests or doors. Like, so, you know, you had to stand, you know, you had to, you need, ah, four people to open a door, like mm-hmm. all of you had to stand on a pedestal. They removed those kind of things. And that's good. That's what I'm... And that needed to be done. That absolutely needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know, like, <sighs> some people are saying they still have it, um, some of the some of the stuff in here, but I I liked having the requirements. Even the I don't think they even needed to remove that you needed four people in order to open a gate. I I think that was overkill. What they needed to do was remove the quest restriction that the gate would only work if you were on the same level of the quest. Because like when I was working on Craglorn. It's like, I could get people to go with me, but if they didn't start the quest at the exact same time, they couldn't finish it. And that was, you know, I I mean, I called out to people before I realized how that worked, and I had people, like, you know, as you should in MMO, said, yeah, I'll help. They come out, but they can't do anything because of the the weird grouping mechanic. And that was the problem. That's all they had to fix. They didn't have to remove the requiring of a group because that's what made it very special was that it was a group oriented zone and these changes also herald in the fact that we'll probably never see an adventure zone ever again because that whole idea of the group zone is gone they now have group events but an entire zone is that'll never happen again Justin G says it would still be too much trouble especially on console and I guess console has text true. chat now, so they no longer have they? that handicap. Yeah, I I oh, I I, I argue that. that if console gamers are not sociable, well, that sucks for them. You know, then that's their problem. But they no longer have the handicap of I can't communicate. Like before, I'd give it to you because they couldn't communicate correctly. But they have text chat now, so they have no excuses other than being lone wolf. You know people who probably shouldn't play an MMO anyway. Still, how long does it take to type in a sentence with a, you know, controller? That should take a long time. I don't know. I never well, tried. Well, most people have, most of them have keyboards attached. You can get like a USB right, keyboard or something. Yeah. So, the, the, the idea is the, 
the ability to communicate still there, and there is no no reason why consoles are any different than PC now, other than the fact that their mentality is, I want to do it alone, and which case, well, then you don't want to do this content. Well, that exists in PC, too. Well, actually. it does. It does. There are a lot of people who prefer not to interact with anyone in Elder Scrolls Online, so I guess that's a good change for them. But, yeah, I would love for Craglorn to have a group restriction still. There's... Because that's the... That's, okay. that's, that was perfect for guild events, you know? It was. And now it's like, mm, why even bother? Because that's the thing. They make grouping in, in this game more of a hindrance than a help. So it's like, when we were doing guild events for Wings of Fate and stuff like that, it was the most popular event was drinking and fishing. The events where people actually could progress their character... Hardly anyone showed up to because it was just easier to do it by yourself other than the social aspect. There was no reason to get together with anyone else. Mm -hmm. At least with Craglorn being a forced group zone, you had to work with other people. Now that it's soloable, who's going to even do that? Or, you know, my yeah. thoughts. Well, I mean, we'll see. And as for the new... Um, Hey, there's a lot. Um, as for the new uh, adventure zone, I don't think this means that there won't be any new adventure zones. They might, you know, readjust it, find new ways, or you know, go for a completely different style and still add a new adventure zone. Not that I think they will, but mm -hmm. they still might. I don't. Know. And Justin G it's... in chat says, "For the record, I completely agree with everything except for needing people to stand on shit." Yeah, that was a dumb mechanic. I agree. Like the 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 stuff should just be hard. And require a group. The having to have people to stand on stuff, that was just stupid. And Sinfire, Craglorn is a wasteland, no one goes there. Well, there were multiple reasons why no one went there. One, it got because of the weird grouping mechanic, unless people were on the same level of a quest, you couldn't work together. So that, that killed people. Then the rewards were not that good in there anymore. So it's like, why would I want to work harder for rewards that suck? That's now changing with one Tamriel because now there's going to be gear sets that are going to drop out of there that people want and try to farm. Exactly. So the wasteland mechanic will be gone, but now they pretty much made it so that, yeah, it's, it's no longer a wasteland, but you no longer need groups either. <laughs> In its current iteration, there's a reason why Craglorn was a wasteland, but it's because it was implemented poorly. So. Well, it is what it is. It will lighten up a bit now, you know, people go there, but, yeah, the the group mechanics was nice, but frustrating. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Then, um, moving on to, you know, dungeon changes. Mm -hmm. Now there are a lot of new, actually not a lot of new dungeons, but um, those dungeons which did not have veteran modes, now have veteran modes. And all of those dungeons with the veteran modes now have a hard mode, hard mm -hmm. veteran mode. Mm -hmm. So we are getting several new dungeon, at least, mechanics into that. It, it'll be good for nights <laughs> like our uh, our pledge night, because you're not running the same three dungeons over again. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I ran frickin' Fungal Grotto, you know, because like, that was oh, yeah. all that was ever on the darn list. But now with, what is it, like 27 new dungeons? Or essentially 27 something like or something like that that will be 
accessible for all levels of pledges, you know, gold, silver, mm-hmm. bronze, keys, that really jazzes up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And now the old dungeons with which already had veteran modes now have a second version of them. Mm-hmm. As an example is Fungal Grotto will now known as Fungal Grotto 1 and Fungal Grotto 2, which, you know, more dungeons, more styles. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, it's, that's, that's not a bad change at all. I mean, yeah. I, and old, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of the burnout that happens with a lot of other games, like any game, really, but any any game like Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, etc., a lot of the problem, and I know this is specific with Final Fantasy XIV, because they release dungeons that you do, sort of like pledges where you're able to get certain rewards. They have high-level roulettes and master-level roulettes, etc. The master-level or the highest-level ones, which give you the best rewards, only have the latest dungeons in them. So a lot of times you're doing the same two or three dungeons every single day, to, to farm rewards, so you're no longer... Like, they have a whole plethora of dungeons, but you don't touch them because they're not part of your normal roulette level. Now, and that's a way of really burning out, because when you've seen the same dungeon, you know, 90 times, you're like, okay, I'm bored now, right? Unless you're Nerd Man and his wife farming uh, White Gold Tower. <laughs> there you go, shout you out know, to I them. still haven't done Veteran White Gold Tower and Veteran ICP. Oh, really? Yeah, because whenever it comes up, we just decide not to do it. it we, should, we should do it sometime. It still requires a bunch. I actually, I ran with Nerman and his wife and finished it before the nerf. I wanted to get both of them done before the nerf, so I finished both yeah. of them before that happened. Um, ICP is is difficult, especially that final boss. And um, it's long. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not a five-minute dungeon. It's it's a two to three-hour dungeon, easy. I mean, you dungeons meant to make you cry blood. I, That's I the way it should be. I agree. I have no problems with it whatsoever. <laughs> it's just most people are like, I would rather run Fungal Grotto to get my key to get the reward that I really want because Fungal Grotto takes ten minutes. Um, but. Frickin' um, same thing over and over. Yeah, like White Gold Tower takes forty-five minutes. ICP takes two hours with a good group. No one's like, well, the the return on investment isn't there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like okay, I can run Veteran Fungal Grotto six times in the amount of time it would take me to run one. VICP, so why why even bother? Well, that changes now, I guess, because now each veteran dungeon will, for 100%, drop a monster mask um, from the final boss in the veteran mode, so we'll get the masks or monster helms, whatever, 100%. Of course, I guess it will still, if you have low RNG like me, it will stop, still drop in Light armor, medium armor, light armor, wrong trait, light armor. Well fitted, so, well fitted. Well fitted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least it's it will be there will be a helm every time, so that's something. It it is. It it definitely it definitely is something. Um And then the shoulder sets are of course acquired through pledge keys, which we don't have any um 
gold keys or silver bronze keys anymore. No, this is going great. Each each line just makes a segue to the other line. Nice. <laughs> I like these patch notes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we don't have any bronze, silver, gold keys anymore. All keys are converted to undaunted keys, and will reward a shoulder set piece with each use. It says. So this is a hundred percent too. At least the wording sounds like it, but I doubt it. I don't know. Could be. Hmm. Ex exact sentence is there is no longer a bronze, silver, and gold key. All keys have been converted to undaunted keys and reward a shoulder set piece with each use. Yeah, but. So the that thing... suggests that you get a shoulder piece 100% from a key. Yeah, but here's my problem with that. Each dungeon before you got those keys, yeah, silver pledges could only reward a max of a silver key, which was kind of like a pain in the butt. But it re it required you to do certain things. Like, in order for you to get the gold key, you had to kill every boss. You couldn't skip bosses. And you also had to do a special um, a special action for the final boss. If you didn't complete those, you got lower reward keys with lower chance of getting those rewards. It, it encouraged you to do the harder stuff, not skip stuff. If it's all undaunted keys, then we're going to see people skipping bosses, we're going to see people doing all that stuff, unless they change it so now you have to do all of that. But, I don't know. It's one of those things like, the gold pledge for, like, Veteran Weichel Tower was difficult, right? Mm -hmm. If that's now required, people are just not going to get that key at all. Whereas before, you could complete it without reading the book and still walk away with a reward rather than not getting anything. Well, here's the thing. Now you can get 6Ks per day. And here's how it works. I forgot to add this part into the um, filtered patch notes I sent you, so sorry about that. Oh, um, normal dungeon. Completing a, completing a pledge in a normal version of the dungeon awards a single undaunted key. So you still get an undaunted key from completing a normal version of a normal dungeon. Veteran dungeon. In a veteran dungeon, completing a pledge in a veteran version of the dungeon awards a single undaunted key, but completing veteran versions of the dungeon also drop the monster masks, which we don't care about right now. Mm. Then there's the veteran hard mode, which after completing um, gives you two undaunted keys. So even if you don't do the veteran version, the gold pledge version of a dungeon, you still get an undaunted key. If you do the hard mode, veteran mode, you get two keys. So you still get a reward regardless of what how you complete the dungeon. Like, instead of getting a silver key, you get an undaunted key. Right. That's the difference right now. So you still get a reward whatever you do, as long as you complete the dungeon. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, it makes sense, I guess. It's just... Hmm. You, do, you don't sound satisfied with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I just... I think they're making it too easy. But hmm. that, I it liked having the harder modes that you had to complete those things, and now it's like even giving away the monster helm, like a hundred percent chance. Re I mean, other than getting the right trait, 
and the uh, right weight for that matter. And the right weight, yeah. I mean, I mean, it still has a good amount of RNG in it. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. <clears throat> I guess. Uh, so bef before, if you didn't have too much of time, like running the same dungeon five, ten times a day, um, you wouldn't be able to get a helm that you want. Because not that, not only that it doesn't drop, when it dropped, it was in wrong weight and wrong trait. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a character progression thing, I guess, something to keep people in the game. I don't know, I'm not a grinder, so I'm okay with these changes, but for those who like to grind or enjoy, you know, farming for a specific gear, yeah, these, these changes might be a bummer, but... Yeah, it's it's kind of a style thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It's just like what now encourages me to run the because if you look at yeah, you have RNG, but your the math isn't there anymore. Like, yeah, getting the right trait and right right uh, weight, but now with a hundred percent drop chance, you know, if you do the math, I mean, it's still a big number, but the, na the amount of runs you need to get the proper trait now goes down exponentially. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, and that was kind of my problem when I stopped playing, was what reason did I really have to play? Mm -hmm. My character had his best in slot gear. Like, there was nothing better for him. Actually, so, now there is. Well, now, now there probably is. But at that point in time, I had my best in slot gear. It was legendary. Everything was, it was, it was good. It was like, why bother? Like, running a dungeon, if I get something, it's just vendor trash anyway. You know, like, what encouraged me to continue going on? Yeah, I mean, now that we have 30 new item sets and 16 more monster sets, I guess you'll find something to go and grind for. I guess. But, but you know, Sinfire in chat says that I had to run 30 plus times to get more like Kina. It ruined the dungeon for me, and I never want to play it again. And I... You know, I agree with that. It For some people with lower NG, uh, for those who weren't lucky enough, it destroyed some of the dungeons, you know, trying to get that helms and stuff like that. I, I mean, I got my Engine Guardian helm from the vendor. I didn't grind it after a while. It, I just paid for it, which was nice, because I probably would have never gotten it otherwise. Mm. Yeah, I guess. It makes sense. Um, I would rather, again, RNG being taken out of it, and it just require you to do something insanely hard to get. Or oh yeah, that would be my favorite way to do it. You know, like, yeah, you don't, you don't need to do this, this, or this, you, you can, you can get what you need, mm -hmm. um, by, oh, I don't know, doing a specific hard... without weapons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ark would just slash red guard dance, and that's how it would go. Yeah, I just seduced the bosses, and they give me my and they give me what items. I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it is what it is. It is. We'll have to see and experience how often do we get the you know monster helms we want from those dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, it, it'll depend on you know. If people are bored with the system because they got everything they need in three seconds and now no one's playing anymore. 
you know, if that if that becomes the case, well, then there's an issue with the reward structure, obviously. So yeah, uh, it could also depend on how hard the veteran hard modes are. Yeah. Um. I hear the new dungeons are really difficult, but I highly doubt that the the revamped ones are going to be hard. I don't think they're going to be easy, but I don't think they're going to be as hard as those. Zoss tends to take the stance of one dungeon being difficult, the rest are pushovers. No, it's not a bad strategy. No, I mean, uh, you don't want to turn off players who are just... Mm -hmm. I mean, there are players who are not as good as other players and could not handle that type of content. It would literally ruin the game for them. There's got to be stuff for everyone, but I don't think the new dungeons are going to be anything amazing, like, oh, this is insanely difficult. I think it'll be more difficult than the original, um, and, and that's where I think it'll end. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, moving on to itemization changes, which is actually a long read because it also tells us where, what drops where, and stuff like that. I encourage you to go ahead and read them before starting to grind when this hits the live servers. Mm -hmm. But um, I won't go through all of it. Instead, I'll just read the main paragraph of it. In order to support one thumbnail which allows you to go anywhere, we, need to, we needed to make several significant changes to itemization and item sets. In general, each zone and dungeon in the game will drop three sets. One for light, medium, and heavy armor. And all set drops in the game will scale up to CP 116. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something I see you put on here, which is I think is an amazing change. Item sets will now drop for every item slot. This excludes agility, endurance, willpower. Okay, that's fine. But that sounds... Because do you ever see a set where it only had like a weird piece? And you're like, mm -hmm. man, that... Or um, a, a good one, Ravaging, the Ravaging set that I used to love. It had jewelry, a weapon, a chest, and pants, and gloves. <laughs> Nothing else. So if you couldn't fit it into that slot, what were you going to do? Having sets now that fill every structure, now you can fill sets going, okay, even crafted sets and stuff like that, or not crafted sets, but it's a good example, like you had to pick... You had seven slots, what could you do? Because you couldn't count jewelry in that. There were certain sets that you're like, well, you couldn't count jewelry in that, so you had to figure something else out. I think the reason why they're doing this is it will remove the, at least in some cases, remove the meta of needing agility, endurance, willpower, because there will be more interesting sets going forward, because you know, now you might be able to get a set in jewelry that you weren't able to before, and now it might be worthwhile to say, maybe I don't need the agility set anymore because I would much rather have the five set of this. Exactly. I mean, also, one thing I was experiencing while theory crafting is that, and I find the set, like Black Rose, which only mm -hmm. drops in armor, not weapon or shield, and I wanted to combine it with something that I don't remember right now. And everything was perfect until I realized, I got the set too, and I realized, wait, this doesn't come in weapons. So I can't use it. Yep. So I had to change the entire structure of the build after I realizing that that didn't come in weapons or shield. I can't remember right now. But now that you know, we got 16 more monster realms, 30 more item sets. Plus they will drop in you know 
not the monster sets, but the item sets, in every item slot, there will be a lot more combination options, which I love. Because before this, it was there. There was a meta set. Like, oh, you want yeah. to go for ultimate regeneration? Use Tava's favor, blood spawn, up it decisive to your weapon, and done. You 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 would be spamming everything. Now, like there there were meta builds like this, and I really hate that. I hate that there are meta sets, and I can't get myself to use those because it feels weird. It feels you know copying or something. I don't know. Yeah, you don't feel unique. You feel like everyone yeah. else out there. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Also, the set grants sets that grant a bonus to melee damage will now drop more intelligently. Example, a set with melee damage will no longer drop drop with a bow or a stave, which is nice. Which I hated that happen. <laughs> it it does a weapon damage. What is it? Ice staff. Nice. Good. Great. <laughs> I'm gonna use this. Yeah, that make. I, there were sets like that that were. I think I got a. Uh, what was it? It was a, I can't remember the set, but it was specifically designed for a caster, and it came in, uh, oh no, no, it was it was designed for a caster, but it came in like a two-handed sword. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, this is kind of worthless. Or a bow, yeah, I've seen that happen, where it's like, okay, I see the great sword, like it's not, I know a lot of uh, Magicka sets use two swords, great sword doesn't work, but it was at least close enough, it's like, Alright, I guess I get it. But a bow was never used in any of these builds. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just made no sense. So there's that. Uh, yeah, new item sets. We have added 30 item sets to drop in overland zones and dungeons with the full list of names for the new sets below, which we are not going to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of sets, though. Yeah. Uh, one thing I had I saw in PTS is the Dragor Hulk set. It's a medium armor set which gives stamina for all set bonuses. It's Why medium armor instead of heavy? I don't know. It, I, actually, that's the problem I had. Dragor Hulk, it's Hulk. It's Dragor. Yeah. I expected it to be heavy armor regardless of the set bonuses, just because of the name. It was medium. Then there is something. Where is that? Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense because that yeah, set bonus would probably sound amazing for a tank. Because well, I think yeah. was it like the five set bonus was like three thousand stamina or something like that, or like it was insane yeah. amount of stamina. I I have it here. Let me just check. I screenshotted all of those. Yeah, it gives two point nine k stamina at the fifth bonus. <laughs> Is it, it that alone gives you like? In total, 5k stamina. That's it, easy. Mm. But yeah, they're like Leviathan helmet. Leviathan set. I expected it to be heavy armor. Because of the name, the set bonus is completely weapons critical. But I don't know, if it's a Leviathan, I expected it to be heavy armor. Then the helm of Medusa. Medusa set is heavy armor. Why? Why is the name doesn't match with the weight? It right. bugs me. <laughs> just, just on a on a thematic level, it just bothers me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it is what it is, I guess. I don't. But yeah, that that whole medium armor set. I don't know why you would bother if it's not heavy. But it sounds like a great tank build. Um. Yeah. We'll see. I'll I'll have to 
go through all of these new sets and come up with any build for the for before this hits live servers. Right. Nice. And before you download PTS, so I can be ahead of you. Oh, I see. Right. Not that I'm not ahead of you right now. Oh no, it sounds like you're worried. <laughs> that's right. That's what it is. No, <laughs> my my sexplar build is amazing. It works sixty percent. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. That's how <laughs> it goes. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. I love my oh. sexplar. Forty. Yeah. You you uninstalled the game. I did. You don't have any rights to claim any challenge or whatever. Ugh. No, my build was so powerful it uninstalled the game for me. <laughs> it's like or we, your we, build was we gotta so nerf weak. you. <laughs> or your build was so weak it just escaped the game. It's just know? like no, we're done. We're out. Ah, <laughs> uh, for the achievement hunter, there are. 110 new dungeon achievements to support the new normal and veteran difficulties being added to the existing dungeons. So yeah, there are 110 more new achievements you guys can go after. Now, I'm an achievement whore, so that would have made me insanely giddy, because I do love that kind of stuff. Um, it's just the type of play style that I am, where I'll go after achievements all day long. I think even when I was playing, that's uh, I was farming monsters to try to get the the trophy ones like going and farming those that's that's just what I like to do uh so that that's actually a really cool change I like that they're still supporting me the you you'll come back to the game uh, as I say yeah, all right we'll, we'll see <laughs> we'll see now uh to the next main topic they added dueling mm -hmm. now I didn't get a chance to try this because uh, by the time I got PTS to work, I never logged into it during the primary hours of North American uh, time zone, so I didn't have many people to do all of it. But I know Amanda in chat uh, did so, so Amanda, if you are there, you if you could you know, just give a bit of in insight to the chat room, that would be nice. For While, a for a second there, I thought you were going to say, by the time I got it downloaded, it was already on live servers. <laughs> no. People would have known. I would be challenging everyone. Like, Come fight me. Come fight I actually, me. I actually asked if we could, you know, fight with three, two, four, whatever people, but it's only one versus one. Yeah. So I won't be able to test my skills against five people while I stay alive. I wanted to try that. But yeah, that you still have happen. to go the old way. Go to Cyrodiil. <laughs> yeah, I die in Cyrodiil like instantly. If oh, there are two or three more people, I don't know. Because people... your build sucks. I mean, what? <laughs> it's, it doesn't suck. It's not PvP oriented. <laughs> I have, I don't have any impenetrable on my you know items. So one critical hit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm down. You pretty much need impen. Like I know, it it always fluxes back and forth um, as the patches go on. Like. It's it impends the hot is the hotness, and then one patch it was terrible, and no one was using it anymore. But now again, it's it's if you don't have it, you're you're screwed, you're dead. That's just how it's gonna be. Anyway, so the patch notes for dealing goes as this. I just screwed up the word file. Okay, I got that. <laughs> um, this new feature can be found in the social interaction wheel. Or by typing dual slash dual and player name. 
uh, obviously. So the interaction wheel being the, you know, trade, whisper, whatever. For console, field. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I guess it works for we PC too. We have that too. on PC too. Yeah. I have an add-on that changes it, so. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because I, I can't stand the wheel. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> I, I just got rid of it because I was like, eh, I just, I just want a normal drop-down list. Forget this, you know. That's it. Duels may be initiated in any non-PvP overland zone against a player of any alliance. Obviously, now that alliances are not restricted, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Duels can only be done between two player characters, and only a certain amount of duels can occur within a given area. Hmm. So we won't be able to gather up like 200 people and everyone starts dueling each other. I don't think the server could handle it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I don't know why they limit the amount of duels in an area. I don't. I don't know. Probably to keep it from turning into Cyrodiil. Or you know, <laughs> before no, I did play some free-to-play uh, MMORPGs back in the day, back when I was in middle grade or something like that. Mm -hmm. And there were these specific PvP zones, like in front of the towns. There was this area with tens of people just fighting each other and if you didn't have the proper PC setup you wouldn't be able to leave the town because because it would crash yeah oh I'm gonna quest oh no I crashed well, shouldn't have logged maybe, out there yeah maybe because of that I don't know uh, I've seen screenshots I haven't done it but I'm assuming it lays a flag down maybe they did it just to prevent ground clutter so you don't see 900 flags in an area? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Well, guess we'll see once yeah. it's, it's live servers. Because it doesn't specify how many duels can occur within a given area. It's just that it's a certain amount. There's a limit, yeah. Uh, it could be 1,000. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> duels have the following rules. After the challenged player accepts the duel invitation, a countdown to begin will appear in the center of both players' screens. All outside influences such as healing buffs from other players' characters will be blocked when a duel begins and will last for the duration of the duel. Combat with a monster will not break or end the duel. So, you know, you could kite people into a monster. That's what I'm and, doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'll win. I'll just pull a monster in, too. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. But Battle Spirit will still be applied to any player characters within a duel. What is Battle Spirit? Is it a PvP thing? I don't know. Do you know? No, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Battle Spirit, you say? Yep, yep. The Cyrodiil buff. Oh, okay. I think. I think that's the Cyrodiil buff that gives you, like, that extra health. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to Cyrodiil, so I don't know. Duels will have a radius you must stay inside and will be centered around the dueling flag. So if you don't want to die, you can just escape and leave your honor behind, I guess. Run away, little girl! Run away! You'll be notified if you are nearing the out-of-bounds area of the duel. That's nice. You don't yeah. sort of dodge roll out of it. Leaving the duel area results in a forfeit. A duel can, is completed when one player character is knocked down to zero hit points, or otherwise dead. New achievements have been added to your journal for winning 1, 25, and 100 duels. Which I can see people farming this. Well, like, that'll be... Um, uh, 
Yeah. Okay, you die 100 times, I die 100 times, yeah. we get to die. If if it really matters to you that much, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I like would... achievements, so I would do it, but, I mean, if you really don't like dueling, just get your friend to do it with you, you'll get the achievement. But unless they tie something interesting to it, it's just a number. So, does that count as an achievement if you keep forfeiting? I wouldn't say so, because you didn't really earn it, but if there's a die or something, I can see people doing it. I mean, there's no reward structure for it, as far as I've seen, and I'm actually upset about that. And this doesn't give alliance points, or this doesn't give any well, physical rewards. That, that's a good thing. You you don't want really? you don't want alliance points from dueling, or else you're going to see 900 emperors or people farming where all they do is duel because they don't oh, actually right, yeah. and just forfeit. That's right, too. And there you but go. I don't know. There there could be. A reward structure somehow, without giving you know much of a room for what's the word exploitation. Yep, that. Well, you're looking at it from someone who enjoys the game as it is. Most people who wanted dueling didn't want it for a play type; they wanted it to test builds. You ask any of the streamers, PVPers out there, they only wanted dueling. So that way they could test out builds with their friends before taking it out into Cyrodiil. That's the only That's reason why dueling was implemented. Was so you can now, instead of having to hide in some corner of Cyrodiil to test your build, you and then when you die, having to run all the way back, it's now you can go into a city or outside, anywhere like that, in the safe world, and test a build with a friend. It's, it's a testing mechanic. It's no different than a training dump dummy, which... They don't have in the game, and they removed with that unkillable NPC. So that, that's all it is. It's it's specifically for testing builds. Isari says players rejoice when AAA MMO adds dueling after two years after launch. Not the onion. Yeah, the onion. Yeah, uh, trolling at its best. Um, it's true. Like I can understand not having dueling in an MMO that didn't have PvP, because there's no reason for it. But PvP being what this game was built around, for the most part, which I don't really know why they built that around an Elder Scrolls game, <laughs> that's a different argument altogether. But they, they made the three wars. That was essentially the only end game because they didn't even have raids at the beginning. Um, and they wanted they essentially were recreating Dark Age of Camelot, which is a PvP MMO in Tamriel. I don't know why they didn't have dueling ahead of time. I agree. For an MMO that focuses so heavily on PvP, that should have been a given. I don't know. Actually, does Elder Scrolls Online count as focusing on PvP? It did. That When it first came out, it was your only endgame was Cyrodiil. There oh, was right, no yeah, other... There were point. no trials. There was no nothing like that. It was all funneling you into Cyrodiil. Yeah, when you put it like that, yeah, that's right. Now they've they've shifted focus because they realize a lot of their player base doesn't give a shit about PvP. It's you know the single player Elder Scrolls fans, which is what the game is really marketed towards, are what single player Elder Scrolls fans. They don't they don't care about PvP. So yeah. I know they had to start making those shifts, and they've done a good job changing how. The main focus of the game is not just Cyrodiil, which a lot of the PvPers are now complaining because Cyrodiil hasn't been touched in forever uh, since the latest patch. Mm -hmm. Now, they did add the town capture in the latest patch, so I'm going to give them that, but again, it was 
for a long time, Serial got nothing. And it was probably for the better because a lot of the player base, at least the fans of the, of the, of the genre, not the genre, but of the game itself, are here because it's Elder Scrolls. Would they be here if it wasn't Elder Scrolls? I highly doubt it. I, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I could tell you I wouldn't have. I didn't find the game. It was generic in a lot of regards. Now, it did good in a lot of things, but the Elder Scrolls name gave it a lot of weight that it wouldn't have had if it was generic fantasy MMO whatever. There's power in that that, uh, intellectual property. Mm -hmm. Well, so there's that with the dueling. I guess we won't know the further details until we try it. But yeah, it is what it is. So, um, weapon ultimates have been added to the game, at least to the PTS. New weapon ultimates have been added to the game. Each weapon skill line now has one ultimate, and each ultimate can be obtained by reaching rank 50 in its respective weapon skill line. Weapon ultimates can be morphed as well. I didn't test out many of these weapon ultimates, and essentially I found the sword and board ultimate quite useless, which is uh, for six seconds, no cost, no whatever, ultimate blocking for the cost of 100 ultimate. Mm -hmm. So for six seconds you don't take any damage, don't lose any um, resources as well, which for a second I thought you know, it to be useless, why would I give up give up my magma shell or aggressive warhorn? But then I tried it on PTS, and even without Tava's favor or Bloodspawn, I was casting it for every ten seconds or something like that. So every ten seconds, you get six seconds of immortality, complete vul- invulnerability. Well, that's so as if- long as your stamina lasts, right? No. Oh no. No, it doesn't require any resources. You it's just complete block. blocking. Yeah, you don't oh. take, you don't even block. You just stand there, leave the keyboard and mouse, and you don't take any damage. Like you, you just see. stand there for six seconds and nothing happens. I think that probably is gonna change because I could see it. You know, the blocking, but it has to use your stamina because, like you said, there's only a four-second window where you're not getting hit, mm-hmm. and in that four-second window. Um, I could regenerate my entire stomach. <laughs> well, I'm not even that. Your health too. It just yeah. Uh, I mean, that that probably not only that. Changed. If you morph it, when you morph it, for that duration of six seconds, entire uh, your entire sword and board abilities costs becomes zero for that six seconds. That they don't, doesn't cost anything. I know Delty is gaming did a YouTube video about mm-hmm. all the different ultimates where he looked through them all. Um, I skipped ahead just to see what the two-handed was, because, you know, I used the two-handed, and it two-handed felt incredibly over- underwhelming. And I see Sinfire in chat mention that the bow ultimate's amazing. I, I think they come hit or-, hit or miss, but, like, that one-handed sword and shield, especially if you were on an ultimate generation build, yeah. it probably is going to get nerfed by, because that just yeah. sounds way too OP. <laughs> Way I mean, too OP. Probably, with a, as you said, probably with the ultimate regen- regeneration build, you would be casting it every six seconds, and it lasts six seconds, so you you would just walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that would be... But yeah, I can see a lot of balance changes to the weapon ultimates. 
But either way, it's a good change. Yeah, no, it gives you more. It mm-hmm. gives you more options, which is always a plus. Because let's face it, in a lot of cases, some of these some of these builds were there was no better ultimate. Like, yeah. um, for instance, uh, my DPS build: flawless Dawnbreaker on your main damage bar, Ice Comet on your secondary. That's it. It never yeah. changed. <laughs> it, it never changed from the launch of the game until now. It never changed. Like there was no other ultimate that was even worth. Now there were a few situational, like, and honestly, it wasn't even situational where I would consider it it be worthy for me. Um, solar disturbance uh, for the six second mitigation. If you were in certain groups, people would be like, "Hey, can someone drop that?" A lot of times, a healer would do it. You know, so a DPS wouldn't lose that extra damage. Um, yeah, Zealot, go ahead and post a link. Um, so, other than those few cases, and again, a lot of times, either a tank or a healer, even things like uh, Aggressive Warhorn, a tank or a healer would do it, not yeah. a DPS. So my, my ultimates hardly ever changed, if ever. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing. I'm this, with this update, we get a lot of, um, new combination and build options. Yeah. New sets, new set pieces, new ultimates and all. It, it, after this patch, we'll have to do a lot more theory crafting. Mm. Which which is always fun. I yeah. like it. I'm, see, now here's the thing I'm really going to be interested in. And people like Alcast, for instance, check him out, alcasthq.com. Um, he's from Hodor, one of the world-first guilds in this game. He does a lot of theory crafting. I'd be curious, and, and this is where I think ESO would have hit that special spot. Like, right now, there's always going to be a build that's going to come ahead that is just better, right? Um, ESO has actually been moving ahead where certain um, certain builds work better in certain situations. Like, uh, Outcast, for instance, on his Templar had three different builds that he ran depending on if he was doing dungeons or trials or whatever, or Mouse or Marina. There were three different builds, and that's... I'm hoping that when these new sets, we're going to see something similar, where these builds work based on... based on, on that. Like... Yeah. Th- there's no one set that's better than any other set, is what I'm hoping. At least not in every situation. So that way you're like, okay, this is my trial running set. This is what I, you know, or something along those lines. That, that's yeah, what I'm hoping. Nice. Yeah. So the rest of the news are going to be like quick mentions. Yep. Champion points cap raised by a total of 30 points, which I don't, I don't see where this is going. I mean, will they keep increasing the champion points? They give you progression. The- it makes sense. Yeah, but where does that, like, after four years from now on, will we grind in 1,000 champion points? Probably. Where will the GR stay? Will the GR ever stay at CP 160? No, that will probably increase eventually. Um, yeah, but what difference will it make, since the champion points are account-wide, and pretty much everyone has... You have to farm new gear? Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense because everyone will do the same. And well, they, I don't know. they did that several times every time they increased vet ranks. 
Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I don't I think know. the gear will stay at 160. Eventually, what they'll do is they'll they'll go, okay, it's time for uh, an increase in gear to incre- you know, like especially when they decide it's time to increase numbers or whatever, and they'll increase this the gear past CP 160. I would imagine they would. I don't know why they would have to, but it also it also doesn't create a stagnant economy either, where people keep the same gear forever. Mm-hmm. And then no one ever needs new gear, right? That sort of was yeah. the problem with my uh, with my Templar at the time was I never needed new gear. Why? Because I had the best gear, and the best in slot didn't really change for me from patch to patch. There was very little movement, so I very rarely needed to change. So I think I've been wearing the same gear since, ooh, I don't know, update Seven. <laughs> well, here's the thing: they add new sets. So now this you, this you farm for new sets. This build, yeah, they do add new sets, and I think they they could maintain it at 160. I don't think they need to go any further, but I think they probably will when they deem it's time to. Maybe it's like okay, there's too much uh, money in the economy right now. Let's go ahead and make people buy tempering alloys, not from Amanda. Don't buy it. <laughs> Tempering alloys for Amanda, but you know they'll go. Okay, let's do that. Let's increase it because what happens when that when they increase gear cap? Everyone has to redo their sets. Even if it's the same set, they either have to farm it or they have to build it, and then they need alloys and and the 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 upgrade materials. So that gets the that shakes the economy up. Um, Clan of Orphan said. They have stated that PAX West level increase will not happen for a long time and not often. Yeah. So there's that. I can see that. And I don't really see why they have a need to, um, other than wanting to shake up the economy. But with that, with that statement, it's still coming, eventually. I don't know when, but eventually. Um, Alice Johnson, we haven't actually went into the data mine stuff yet, we are still on the PTS up, uh, PTS patch notes, and I realize that it's, it's, it has been a long show, and I guess we'll... Mark, you're doing high. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go a bit well, faster. Um, just, just, I, I guess summarize the last few bits, and then we'll hit up the data mining. Yeah. I mean, there will be new daily quests for. We have added daily quests for the three factions: Fighters Guild, Mages Guild, and Undaunted. Included are new rewards and a new way to gain reputation in their ranks. So there's that. Um, new most monster masks. We talked about it, and there are new houses added into the game for the preparation of update 13. Nice. So there is that. There are a lot of other. Um, changes made, like to the world bosses, crafting, whatever. It goes on for a few more pages, so we'll just skip those <laughs> along with the uh, fixes. And move on to... Actually, is it that? Yeah, move yeah. on to the data, data mine stuff. Yeah. This was posted on the Elder Scrolls Online forums by Cree Havoc. Uh, Havoc. I don't know. I might be... Cry Havoc. Watching. Yeah. Cry Havoc. Uh, whatever. Anyway, what I said. <laughs> he he stated that there might be some old um, items in here that are already in the game or in PTS, but we'll go over them regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you looking at them? I'm right I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. Okay. So there's this frisky scrib 
which I, I have no idea what it is. Um, there was a Scrib Pet. I can't remember if it, if you bought it from um, um, like a physical item or not. That's what I'm trying to remember. I think it was because I have a Scrib Pet. Hmm. Um, but I think what, I got it. It it's you play Morrowind. No. Okay, it's it's a Quama. It, it's ah, it's okay. like the larva form of Quama. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So you know, weird Dunmer related stuff. <laughs> um Blackwood Monkey, which I guess we'll argue a little bit about here. Yeah, I'm gonna argue on it. <laughs> because it says this busy little buddy is sometimes mistaken for an Imgakin Monkey, which was um a pre-order bonus, right? Or a pre-order or a beta bonus, I can't beta. remember. I, I think it was beta. But anyway, it was a bonus. The, and we sense. argued about this pre, pre-show because my issue with this is, and again, this is just based off of um, our check the PTS. It's not in there yet, so we can't make a confirmation. Um, but the flavor text of this, the fact that it says that it is sometimes mistaken for the Imikin monkey. I'm sitting there thinking, so what did they do? They took the model that was the Imikin monkey. They didn't even recolor it. They just put it back in the game and renamed it. Okay? I don't really care about the monkey so much, but I know a lot of people were talking about the crown store and rewards and stuff like that, and how, oh, we're not going to put the loyalty rewards into the game right? Well, you think this might be a way of them not going back on their word, but not losing those models by going, well, we didn't put the the loyalty reward tiger in the game because the loyalty re- re- reward tiger is called this loyalty reward A. We pretty much took the exact model and renamed it to Tiger B and are now selling it in the crown store. Um, but it doesn't say this was a, a reward for people who were playing the game during this time, okay? D- they didn't, at that point, they would have kept their promise, so to speak. But in my mind, they're still putting the loyalty rewards into the game because it's, I, I don't care what it says. You know, like, it could say, you know, not loyalty reward, but the fact is it looks just like my loyalty reward pet. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they will ever do something like that. And I'm pretty sure this monkey is just, you know, the Imgakin monkey is actually light brown orangish, while this one looks it's, brownish. It, I think it's just a m- wrong choice of words in the flavor text. Okay. If that's the case, that's fine. And, you know, I have no problem with that. It's the way that, just judging based on what they wrote here, is this going to be the first of the loyalty rewards or special rewards added into the game? They just name it something else. So when someone else is riding in on that tiger who just started the game, and, you know, yeah, it does look different, right? It doesn't look like, or when you summon it, it doesn't say this was a loyalty reward for subscribing to the game, but it still looks the same. So when he's standing next to me, it looks like we're riding the same tiger. So unless he shows me a screenshot of his UI going, oh, when I summon it, it, it's it's not a loyalty reward tiger, it's just a normal tiger. Yeah. I mean, if they ever do that for real, 
which I really don't think they would. I mean, they wouldn't go that far. But if they ever do that, ooh, I don't know. My snide comment of I never thought they'd put lockboxes in the game either. But don't um, go there. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> don't go there. We we talked about lockboxes. We talked about it. I'm, I'm just right I'm now. just saying. <laughs> Never thought they'd do that either, but... but if, if we start discussing the lockboxes again... No, we're not going to... This episode no, 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 will no. probably go for another five hours. So. Yeah, probably. No, <laughs> we're not... We're not. Just my one snide comment, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Buddy, I don't think they will do it, but if they do I would hope something not. like that... If they do something like that, there will be a fight. Yeah, because... Yeah, <laughs> those will be rewarded. Even worse than lockboxes, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because those loyalty rewards were something special that you could show off that you supported the game when it wasn't the cool thing to do, right? Yeah. You know, like, when we were supporting the game, a lot of people quit playing because the game sucks, so oh, it's terrible, and we kept supporting and playing the game during those times. I would be upset if I saw some, you know, like, yeah, you're right, it's not the loyalty reward, so, like, if I look on the account, it, it doesn't say it's the loyalty reward, but in my mind, if it looks the same, it might as well be. What does it matter? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, even the reskinning those tigers continuously and filling the land with more cooler tigers, you know, the bet better looking ones than our loyalty reward one, was bad enough. So I don't think they would do something like put them in the crown store with the exact same color or anything like that. Mm. Well, let's move on because we are... <laughs> we, we, we are we're, we're running long yeah derailing again so, yeah, yeah. Um, witch's fest skeleton which doesn't show any image granted via the witch's fest so I guess this is a skeleton polymorph yeah nothing too special I wonder if it'll be something I'm, I'm sure it'll be different because we already have a skeleton polymorph in the game oh yeah I'm sure it'll do something like maybe put a witch's hat on your head I don't know but it, it's for the it's for that the witches festival. So I yeah. mean that that's cool. That's cool. I, I like the fact that they're adding um, holiday events in because I love holiday events. When I oh yeah Warcraft does them every year for every real world holiday. Now again Warcraft lore is a little more flex, but that was always something that was fun to do because hey it's Christmas time. They for that for the week of Christmas we're gonna do an event. Well people are out just doing silly nonsense event for cosmetic rewards that you can earn in game. That was a lot of fun, and I'm glad they're doing it in ESL. That that's a plus. Yeah. So there's a barbarian costume, which looks barbarian. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, pretty much naked, as far as I can see from this little picture. It only has a belt and the helmet, so I guess I will love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's naked. Per perfect for. Dance Redguard. Dance Redguard. See, now you no no longer have to strip your gear off. You just oh yeah, I can just, just put this wear on. the costume, and you can die it too. So yeah. you know, nothing to die in it. There's not a lot to die, but yeah. yeah, it's all good. Um, Spirit of Memories costume. Okay. Um, while mortal bodies fade, memories live on. Now. I'm assuming uh, it's probably more holiday-related stuff. It seems to fit. Hmm. Could be. But if this is a, you know, ghost-like skin, like, would turn you, costume, would turn you into a ghost or something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, that would have to be a skin, right? Not a costume, so... It would know. either be a skin or a polymorph. Yeah, 
Yeah, okay. So that's not that. Okay, let's skip that. Wicked Wolf. Shout out to Wicked Wolf. Because there are a lot of wolf pups here. Lots of wolf pups. Um, so, Borealis Grey Wolf Pup. Um, then, White River Ice Wolf Pup. Doom Wolf Pup. Purple Dot. This is not a wolf. Uh, get rid of this. <laughs> Red Pit Wolf Pup. And that's about it. Okay. So, the wolf mounts normal versions, right? It does look like, like, look like that too. I have like the little wolf? milk drinker here now. He's so cute. Oh. He's sitting here on the screen. In a cute. His smile. Oh, yes. Wolf pups. Uh, I'm, I'm just playing with the little <laughs> milk drinker at the moment. He's just sitting here on. So these are the smaller versions of the Highland Grey Wolf, the White River Ice Wolf, Doom Wolf Pup, and Red Pit Wolf Pup. So it would look like you are running around with the child of the mount you are riding. It could be weird. Here's then your new co-host, Ark. I can see it. You, you, Your Skype camera is not turned on. Oh, well, yeah, unfortunately, because Skype was being dumb. But, yeah, a little milk drinker. I'll have to watch the show again. Yeah, just skip to this point, because is over here in the corner making him smile, so he's got big grins <laughs> on. He's holding all my water bottles. <laughs> At this point, I don't know why we. I would continue with the, uh, you know, the data mine stuff, because he's probably stealing the show. Yeah, right he now. stole the show. No one even cares what we're saying anymore. No I'll one go even with cares. Them, regardless. <laughs> uh, there are... One, two, three, more um, Akaviri Assassin costumes, outfits. Mm -hmm. uh, unknown Akaviri Assassin outfit. Uh, oh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that Akaviri Assassin outfit. Sonurse, uh, was it uh, Sasuke? S Sasuke? Yeah. It, it's the snake people. Ah, um, okay. And this would actually be really fascinating to see because none of the Elder Scrolls games, with the exception of the, the katanas in the game, have we seen Akaviri-styled stuff other than a couple of the buildings, like Cloud Ruler Temple, which is very um, Asian feel to it. So I'm curious to see... They have no base for any of the models in the game. So this is their art department going, okay, this is their theme, here you go. So it'll be interesting mm. to see what it looks like because they have no base model in which to build off of, right? Yeah. That's right. No. I mean, I I would assume they, you know, um, consulted with the lore masters all around. So I don't think it would be too wrong looking. No, no. I I think it'd be interesting because I mean, yeah. as long as they stick to a an Asian style motif, mm -hmm. which is what Akavir mostly was, I don't have a problem with it. I I think it'd be neat. Yeah. So there's fight, Fighters Guild warm weather gear. Can't see much of it. It looks it looks like maybe the Thieves Guild style. I don't know. Fighters Guild cold weather gear. Fighters Guild combat armor, which I would assume would look pretty badass. Um, Sensual striped cat. Necrom ghost gazer cat. Uh, and another goat. Okay, this is nice. Ninendwa, Ninendava, or something like that, Sacred Goat. Mm, so. Wait, they have long been used in certain forbidden dietary rituals. 
so this goat might be fun. Another dog we have Copperback Beer Dog, which looks like the Markart Beer Dog, but in orangish colors. We have a Pocket Mammoth. I think this one is in PTS right now. I'm not sure. I'll Can see you there, post the link to the data mine stuff being discussed? Yeah, I'll try. Now I now I feel really bad because the little milk drinker had to go, so his mom took him, and now he's crying because he wants me. I feel bad. Yeah. Um. I could post it. Montez, Robert, can you post it? Yeah, I'll post it. Okay, because it didn't let me. It will be in the um, description as well. Yeah, it will. But there, it's posted now. Okay, so I'll just um, go over these quickly because there are a lot of stuff again. So, Chabloon looks like a penguin or some sort of other weird creature. <laughs> uh, there's a skeletal horse. Skeletal Senshi. The, the loons were in Rothgar. If you walk along the northern coast, you'll see mm -hmm. them on, in, by the water. They're a type of like okay. seafaring bird. Skeletal stuff. Vampire Lord costume. Werewolf Lord polymorph, which we have talked about the, mm -hmm. these in a previous episode. Skeletal beer. I imagine um, they're going to come to the crown store around the witches' festival. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it would just fit thematically. Yeah. So. There are some um, civil costumes, evening suits and stuff like that. Black mask beard dog. Uh, so Markart beard dog colored in, um, colored like a panda. <laughs> uh, mossy netch calf, another netch, another camel. Goes on, goes on. So some costume sets for Abbas watch. Pursuit suit, night patrol, full armor. I, um, I kind of like that because I'd like the Abba's Watch, especially if it's the full set of Abba's Watch. Now, what would make me install the game again just to sign in to buy is if they did a mercenary, full mercenary mm -hmm. armor costume because I would buy that just so that I'd have it because the Merc armor is my favorite. Uh, it does say full armor, so I It would be cool. I would love to see them do a full arm. I would love to see them do costume packs. Mm -hmm. Of the original armors, like max level original, so you could look like you're wearing full plate or whatever when you are mixing and matching. Yeah, yeah. Because I would love to wear full heavy mercenary, but I got to wear my monster helms. I got to <laughs> do all that. And now that Which they're dialable, I don't. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. So there's Tangerine Dragon Frog, one of Tamriel's weird creatures. <laughs> um, Alliance Rider outfit. Okay, this isn't the PTS right now, I guess, or at least the Alliance Warhorse and Alliance Wardog. I didn't see these, but Alliance Warhorses look absolutely amazing. They're great. And I'm glad we can get them um, from without having to PvP. Mm -hmm. Like, first time ever, I'm glad that something is in Crown Store and not actually in game. Because <laughs> I would have never gotten it from PvP. Not, yeah, if it were PvP, that would just... Yeah. That sucks. I'm still rank 5. And I'm not trying to get anything higher. I got my Vigor, and I'm heavy with it. Yep, that's all I needed. <laughs> um, so there's that. Glenmoral Witch Robes, which again, I guess, will come out with the Witches event. Someone in Shit. chat, uh, Alice, said, I think the skeletal mounts are coming in lockboxes. They did say that there are going to be exclusive items that aren't available before, so maybe... Again, yeah. it's during a series, 
they were saying how you'd have seasons of lockboxes. I could imagine them putting the skeletal horses in the lockboxes during the Witches' Festival. And that's when you hmm. could chance at getting them. Could be, yeah. Could be. Good thing I don't care. I it's don't all like speculation, but... This is something a lot of people will like, Shiagorath costume. Yeah, I've seen people already make it, though, with in-game items. Oh, yeah. So. I think it was the late Halloween that um, someone or Zenimax Online organized a costume party mm -hmm. or costume contest, something like that. And the winner, if I remember correctly, was Shiagorath. So. Yep. Well, either way, Shiagorath is the best, so I'm glad they're adding that in the costume. Another niche, little niche pet... And Sabertooth Sanchei mount doesn't doesn't have an image. Desert Garden Gala overdress. I guess this is one of the you know Red Guardian. Yeah, something that yeah. looks good when you're doing dance Red Guard. Well, I mean dance Red <laughs> no. Guard should dance only be done should naked. Should be done in naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Uh. Um, skeletal camel. Okay. Orchid Nix had one of those fairy little weird-looking uh, flying creatures. Yep. They added a couple of those colors in already, so they're just expanding it out, I guess, with more colors. So this is something I don't know. Costume. High Elf M Low. High Elf M mid Medium. I well, guess that's it's it sort of like what they're essentially doing is they're adding... You, you remember the Imperial like dresses and stuff? Oh. They're adding that, but oh, racial. Fine. So okay. the high elf M male. is male, okay. low being lowborn, so it would be very, you know, very plain, medium being middle class, and then high being, you know, like royalty. So the low right. would be the elves who are essentially gutter snape, which is all elves, really. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's all it is. The M low, M whatever is just a, you know, yeah, yeah. It, okay. common nice. clothes. Same goes for Khajiit. Here, Khajiit male, Khajiit female. Mm -hmm. um, Ice Wolf Mount, we know about. Wild Hunt Horse. Now, this is, I guess, a you know, shot to Witcher. But <laughs> shout out to the Witcher. It like. No, it's it's uh, Wild Hunt being the elves, the Bosmer. But essentially, what the model looks like is you remember those uh, lurkers, those vine creatures. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. those. It's a vine ah. creature that looks like a wolf instead of a giant semi-humanoid thing. So there's a horse of that, guar of that, like guar, guar wasn't weird enough. Senji <laughs> uh, mount of, a beer, camel, wolf mount, wo skeletal wolf mount. Po wait, oh. So uh, Allison chat uh, says, I can't post a link here. But if you check the second page of the data mining thread, you can see a comment showing skeletal lockboxes. So oh, I guess okay. someone data mined skeletal lockboxes. So that's I haven't mean. confirmed that, but it's in there. <laughs> um, so, type invalid, picture unknown, portable alchemist station. Housing related. Housing. It's all housing yeah. related. So there are going to put there are, items in yeah. housing. Which is nice, you know, if you remember, I did say that if, it would be nice if you could uh, get in our own uh, crafting stations, bank, whatever, all kind of these stuff into our houses, so you know, this will be nice. When but we did the housing episode, 
we also talked about how you could fit them in your house, remember, when we were looking at yeah. the courtyards? But it says purchased in Crown Store, so I guess that um, the idea of getting this in-game or crafting it ourselves goes over the window, at least for now. Yeah. Alliance Wardog, these guys look awesome. They are big, they are bulky, they are in armor. So I'll probably get one of those. Black Mane Lion Mount, it's a reskin. White Lion Mount reskin. Hardfire Kagoti Mount. I think this is in game, in the game, or in the PTS. It might know. be in the PTS, but I well they already have one of those Kagoti mounts in the game. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm sure there's obviously more. Yeah. Um there are more civil um wait. Uh civil costumes. Civilian costumes, yeah. Civilian costumes, yeah. Yeah. Um and others. I'll actually go fast through this and see if there's something interesting because the list goes on and yeah, on. It's a huge list, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you really want to look through it, I mean, we can hit up the high marks. Uh, Drunk Personality is in Crown Store, uh, Galaskner, so it's not in a lockbox. That's something. That's good. Test Test 5 Default Idol. Oh, no, th- these are personalities with um, Default Idol Injured Goblin personalities are there. I don't know how they will work. Uh, Manic personality is there. Mm -hmm. Another hat. More hats. More hats. Yeah. Uh, Well, we we knew they were adding hats. It's Team Fortress 2, but... um, (laughs) Oh, wait. There are new assistants. Are there? Okay. Yeah. Alaria Irvin the Exporter. This free-spirited merchant is happy to join your adventures and take excess loot off your hands. However, Surger is far too bloody for her liking. When summoned, she will purchase any non-stolen goods you or your groupmates offer her. Okay, so we have we 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 can earn the the uh, the fence in game. We have a banker in game, and what was the other one? I think that was it. The fans, the banker. No, there was supposed to be another one. I thought there was a normal merchant, so why are they adding a second merchant unless it's just flair of, I want a girl following me instead of a guy? I don't know. I don't know. Then there is the Cassus Andronius, the thing, the mercenary. Okay. Uh, the oh, severe mercenary, yeah. So you now you'd have uh, an NPC character to follow you around and fight with you? Um, when summoned, his banking services are available to you and your groupmates. But we already have a bank, so obviously this is just a different, a different skin. A I different guess. skin, yeah. I want a guy following me instead of a girl, kind of deal. Or I want. So yeah, that's all this is. It's a skin. Because I'm like, we already that's have right. that model. Why? Yeah. Why would we need like that? These service? guys run around with you, so why would you care how they look like? Yeah. You, you pop them up, people use it, and you send them away. It could have been a mailbox for all I care. Yeah, a mystical portal you stick your hand into and pull your stuff out. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Just sounds like a way of getting more money at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want this model versus this model. I don't know. I mean, if you are going to make them run around with you, that could be nice. I mean, they stick around for a while, but. Because they follow you just like a pet. I don't think they leave unless they're dismissed. But 
They just sit around. In in that case, it wouldn't hurt to have different models. Right. There are Stormatronic versions of every mount you already have. <laughs> um, this guy is cute. Clouded Senshi Leopard Cub. So it's like a small cat, but a leopard, which is cute. Well, there you go. Uh, more hats, more hats, more hats. How far does this go? It's it's long. We could probably wrap <laughs> it up at this point. Yeah. Just if you really want to look at all the stuff that's in there, the thread will yeah. be in the notes. And um, yeah, so we are we are nearing two hours. And... Yeah, yeah, and plus this gets a little can get <laughs> yeah, a little boring just hearing people <laughs> talk about it. Unless it's yeah. So check it out. We hit up some of the bigger ones, but there are a bunch of little stuff. I mean, it, it looks like they're adding tons of items to the crown store with this update. Just like tons of items. Okay, this I'll just sneak in. Sure. Nordic bather's towel. Just the thing to wear when relaxing in a hot spring. What? What? Yeah. What? What? Um, acquired for from New Life gift boxes. I don't know what that is. Does, is it the loot box? I don't know. It might be a loot box. It might be a holiday event because the New Life yeah. Festival is essentially the New Year Festival, hmm. which is an in-game event that they're coming out with. But I don't. I don't know. And what's why? Why bath towel? I mean, I weird. I we'll, we'll, and, we'll and no real Nord needs a towel anyway. Naked. Yeah. Just <laughs> so, um, I guess that's about it. Yeah. We are skipping the discussion topic because um, we talked. kind of did all kind of discussions during the patch notes, so we'll yeah. just skip that. So we are nearing two hours, as far as I can see from my uh, from the talk. Skype call. Yeah, the show shows uh, almost two hours. Um, we do have uh, a five star iTunes review. All right, do you want to read it or sure? I? I can do that. Um, this is from Young Bradley TV, My New Obsession, five stars. Thank you so much, sir. I enjoy this podcast very much. I discovered it this week, and I am hooked. I am brand new to Elder Scrolls and want to learn everything there is to know about this game, and I know this show will do just that. I heard a couple recent episodes, and I am now an ESO Plus member. I still don't know how to access the DLC, but the podcast is helping. I am geeking out right now and listening to every episode from show one. That's awesome. Um, and Bradley, if you need help with that, when you open up your menu, um, it's like your quest menu, or no, your collections menu, sorry. Your collections menu, there is an option that says DLC. You pick that tab, and you can accept the quest from there, and then it tells you where to go with a little question mark on your map. So, there you go. Now you can get to the DLC. Right. So, um, I guess it's final thoughts and closing, right? Yep. Am I missing something? Nope, no. you got it. So, why don't you go ahead and... Oh, is that not being Sorry. the main host anymore? I guess I, yeah. I don't get to choose when I go. Alright, alright. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, final thoughts for the episode. Ark, you did a great job. thought you did amazing, so good job. You didn't, you didn't pass out, so that's a plus. <laughs> um... Thank you so much for everyone who's listened, and uh, uh, thank you for sticking with me through 119 episodes, or 118, because I'm officially not the main host anymore. Um, so be sure to give Ark and Avi your support, show them your love, come back and listen every week, 
And you might see me on the show from time to time. Probably every month or so, I'll be on the show at least once a month. So you'll still not get away from me, unfortunately. But there we go. All right. I guess that's... You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Agelos, um, H-G-E-L-O-S underscore W-O-F. And, uh, of course, on our Discord server, you can find us there. And uh, that's where you can get any other information if you so request it. Twitter or there. Come join Discord. I'm done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, thank you all for coming and listening. And, uh, you know, uh, I've never been good with intros and outros. Let's get it out there. It will take a couple of episodes until I get all this um, straightened up. Uh, we did say that we'll be looking for a third uh, co-host as we move forward. I guess we'll announce that on Twitter at some point after discussing it within ourselves for a while, right, Ak? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah. We, if, if you have an interest in, in joining the show, um, of course you can send us a message either in our Discord or, uh, contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Uh, you can then, we'll set up a meeting time. You can meet with the hosts. We can talk to you a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, find out if you fit with the host, if you fit with everyone. If, if you don't fit, obviously, that's not going to work, and it needs to be a, a decision for Ark and Avi here to make if you're going to be on the show. But we also need to make sure you have, you know, don't sound like you're in a wind tunnel, that kind of stuff. But if you have an interest, send us an email saying, hey, I'd be interested, and we'll go from there. All right. Um, moving forward, there may be some uh, format changes or time change due to Avi's work. For the show, but we'll announce all that in on Twitter, on the website, on you know any platform we can reach out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you bear with me for the next few episodes until I get used to this. As I said at the start start of this episode, I am not really good at it, and I I was like just five minutes before the show, I was like I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> you so did fine. There's, that. there's no problem at all. I'm glad, and thank. I want to thank you. Thank this community for all the support they've been giving me, uh, mm-hmm. even when I was a guest host or an official host, and now I'm the main host. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that just happens. <laughs> yeah. So I hope to see you guys all on the next episode. You can find the links to where the where to follow the Tales of Tamriel podcast and Dungeon Crawler Network in general on our website at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com mm-hmm. you can follow me on Twitter at Arkanir or you can send me an email at arkanirgmail.com uh, other than you can send me a mail in game at Arkanir that is AR actually wait I don't want to I, I have to say I have to see my own name to pronounce it that's weird <laughs> A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. There you go. That, yes. I, I memorized it, because I bother him all the time. So I, I memorized it too, but I don't know. Right now, I am <laughs> I might make any mistakes. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope to see you all next week. See you guys next week. Excellent. See you guys. A serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway.